Hey everybody, welcome to the Morphin Grid. I'm Jake. I'm Josh. And today we're watching episode 66 of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That's season 2, episode 6, Bloom of Doom. <laughs> sounds like a weird way to say Blue Lagoon. Nope, nope, it's the Blue <laughs> Going down to the Bloom of Doom. Bloom of Doom. <laughs> that's, that's Bloom of Doom, Jupiter Room. <laughs> Adrian Neville, I didn't know you were a Power Ranger fan. <laughs> Of this one I can't keep episode. I can't keep talking like no, that. I Otherwise, know. I'd stay in character. I know. Uh, so, I am prepared this time. It aired on September 17th, 1994. <laughs> it was written by Cheryl Saban and directed by Jon Stewart. I think that makes three in a row that he's directed. I don't know if they took shifts. I will, I will keep track of it as we go <laughs> forward. Predictions. Flower Monster. I'm not convinced. We'll have to wait and see. It, it is a 50-50 <laughs> shot, pretty much no matter what you do. If you're new here, I guess, well, the podcast. How's it going? Thanks for coming to the podcast today. <laughs> Just to be clear, it's not the, if you're new here, this is what we do that bothers me. It's, it's that, that bit. It's that. it's that little bit. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> what we do is we... Pause this recording, then we go watch an episode of Power Rangers, then we come back and we talk about it, and you get to listen to that, and you can follow along if you got Netflix or DVDs or whatever. You guys know the drill by now, <laughs> and if unless you're new, which case, those are the two main places that you can watch Power Rangers. Anyway, we're going to watch the episode now because it's Morphin' Time! And we're back. Just watched Bloomer Doom. Jumpin' a rune. Jumpin' a rune. Not not really a lot of jumpin' a rune. Not a lot of jumpin'. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you were correct though, it is a flower a monster. Flower monster, yep. It it could have either been a flower monster. it was a flower monster with some weird powers. No. The the one power I don't know what that no <laughs> I don't know what that was. Uh the one power that I think it had is fine. Oh, no, it does a weird thing. It's got a weird thing. We'll get there. Before we start talking about the episode, though, morphingrid.tumblr.com is the website. It's all updated. You can go there, and you can look at episode posts, and there's links and pitches, all sorts of cool stuff. If you want to email us, you can do that at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash themorphingrid. And we're on iTunes if you want to leave us a rating or review. That would be awesome. We haven't gotten one in a while. Haven't haven't checked since the last time we recorded i did still eight still eight guys it's fine it's fine it's fine, fine. you're busy you. you're busy we're you busy get, it's fine everyone's got stuff to do i get it i get it but if you do happen to find yourself on our itunes page and you haven't left us a rating interview just like go ahead in fact instead of doing that just tell your friends tell your friends to listen to the morphine grid you probably have friends who like power rangers right i imagine probably at least one Tell them to listen to this. I only have the one friend that likes Power Rangers. That's me. <laughs> That's you. I have two? Yeah, Josh Bro does. Yes, he does. But I don't think he listens to this, the scrub. He's kind of a friend of mine. He'll, he counts. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so let's talk about the episode. What do you say? I don't know. Let's change it up this week. Let's change it up? Okay. How do you feel about gardening? <laughs> Let me just shut my phone sound off. <laughs> How do you feel about finding hidden secrets in caves? Awesome about that. Me too. 
All right, so gardening not so much. I I like the idea of gardening and I want to garden, but two major problems. Number one, we live in a desert, essentially. <laughs> Austin, Texas is not a desert, but it's hot like a hundred days out of. It's every hot like half days. of the year. Yeah, over over half the year is way too hot to for me to be outside. My lily white skin. And number two, I have an apartment and therefore no yard. You just put some things I'm thinking on about, your porch. thinking about growing tomatoes this year. Will tomatoes grow down here? Yeah. You got to do it later, though. Uh, right. There's like a, a sliding scale on the back of the seed packets <laughs> of like when the best time is, depending on what area of the country you live in. Oh, uh, that's neat. It is, yeah. All right. Anyway, let's talk about the episode okay. now. This was so, a fun experiment. <laughs> let's go back to the regular stuff. All right. Sounds good. So we start out with... There being an activities fair, I think that's it's what I want to call it. It's a club fair, because they're all specifically saying, join my club. My club, yes. I think this is technically called an activities fair, only because of Pitch Perfect. My school never did any of this Mine stuff. didn't either, but in the movie Pitch Perfect, which is my favorite movie that I watch all the time, <laughs> um, they're, in the very beginning, they go to an activities fair, and it's literally just like, join these clubs, sign up for these clubs. So I think that's technically what it's called. Club fair doesn't sound as... As right to me. Anyway, so Zach is is starting up a hip hop keto club. Trini's got a volleyball club. Kim's got a gardening club that nobody wants to join, which is kind of sad. It is a little sad. She's bumming because everyone apparently Trini is full. She yeah. just fills right up, and Kim's like, "Oh, that's cool. Everybody left to join my club. Whatever." <laughs> Even Bulk and Skull get members. That's yeah, later. That's later. Then we go up to the to the moon, right? Where Zed is looking at Kimberly. I missed this. Yeah, because Bulk and Skull apparently are set up right next to Kim. Yeah, because uh, Trini is on her left. Bulk and Skull are on her right. And in the said vi- the said vision, in said vision, in said <laughs> <laughs> in Zed vision, you can see Kim and Bulk and Skull are standing next to her. Just pointing and laughing, and she's all sad. <laughs> I wish I wouldn't have missed that. Um, I was taking a note. Stupid notes. Uh, so that See was, how much you missed taking I do, notes? I do. I might start watching the episode before we watch it, just so I can watch it once without having to take notes. Or you could take notes first. No, that and might then be we better. we can just watch it. I might do that. Yeah. Next week, I'm going to try that. We'll see how that right. goes. Because I think we've established that you're more dedicated to this than I am. <laughs> I did make a calendar. You did. So I'm just along for the ride. I, I will share the calendar with you, so at least you can feel like you're participating. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, uh, I couldn't do it without you. you know, that would be boring. It would be. I don't listen to any podcasts. But especially ones with just one guy. I can't see how that would be engaging. The only one I listen to that I know has only one guy on it is Welcome to Night Vale. They have guests every once in a while, but it's it's presented as a radio show where he's giving the local news for the weirdest town in the world. So, like, it works only because of the format. Right. Um, but, like, even, like, Serial, it's, like, one girl, but there's – she interviews people and there's a lot of other stuff going on. I don't know. I just feel like if you're going to do something alone, just do a blog. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things you can do. Anyway, let's get back to this. Then we go back down to the activities fair, and Bulk and Skull have a mystery club. Autocorrect turned Unsolved Mystery Club into I Solved Mystery Club. So there's that. <laughs> also, for like one second, we get Zach doing like pop lock. And then he ends it with a spin kick. Demonstration, yeah. It's, 
this is the the neatest martial art, but also the most impractical. Right? Yeah. It's really flashy. It's really flashy. It's good for fighting putties, but... Uh, it's really good for choreographed fight scenes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so then uh, Kimberly is talking to her cactus, and Bulk and Skull make fun of her for doing that, because she's like, we'll just make the best garden ever, cactus. <laughs> and then Kaplan walks by, and he's like, oh, all these sheets are all messed up. I don't know what's going on. And then we cut up to the moon, where Zed has decided he's going to poison her with a jealousy potion. Yep. So, obviously, he makes a replica cactus and then sends a putty down to switch him out. Right. Also, while they're back up, Squat and Babu are behind the wall again. Yeah, because at the beginning of the episode and at the end of last episode, I think, they were just out chilling, they're, yeah, they're, hanging out with all the bad guys. They were participating. And suddenly, they're just, <laughs> they just ran back behind their wall. <laughs> They're just, they feel safe there. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> this this putty turned into Owen Hart in a trench coat. With longer hair. Longer to hair. Because oh, Owens was only ever, like, shoulder length. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I've seen him with pretty long, no, you're right, it was only about shoulder length. Yeah. But still, this is, this is long-haired Owen Hart <laughs> in a trench coat. Yeah. So he, he switches out the cactuses, cacti, which is the appropriate pluralization yes while she, she's like at the juice like at the bar and are just trying to cheer her up and i think this is when tony was leaving because i don't remember what ernie said at all he just gave tommy some this leaves. Is, that's later that's later i don't yeah. know that either and i was watching so <laughs> it's fine i'm sure it wasn't anything drastically important right he's probably like Stop bumming. <laughs> She's like, all right. She goes back to, to her table, pricks her finger on the the jealousy-stained cactus, and uh, turns into a bad girl, sort of. She turns into someone who's really passive-aggressive. and She uh, starts out aggressive. Yes. it is. Yeah, because she goes right up to, to, um, to Trini, and she's like, hey, thanks for stealing everybody for the clubs. He's like, whoa, man! I didn't. I told him to, to. I didn't tell him to not join yours. After practice, I'll help you get some members. She's like, no, I can do it myself. Whatever. And then like, Trini please. has a very peaceful center. Yes. Because uh, if if you came up to me that way, I'd be like, yeah, you're welcome, nerd. Get out of here. I'd be so mad. <laughs> it is. It's like I. Uh, first of all, we all know my stance on. Evil Kim on any on yes. bad Kim in this any way. This I'm, is like snarky Kim. This is this is snotty brat Kim. Yeah, and I'm kind of into it because that's that's how I feel about these kinds of things. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, she's like, I don't know. Also, what was Kimberly wearing? Floral sundress, you guys. This is the, this is it. This is this, <laughs> this kills the man. We go back. She walks back over to her thing, and Bulk and Skull are talking about their plan. Uh, where they have paid people or have bribed them with free food. Yeah, because she just, after she chews out Trini, she goes right up to Bulk and Skull. She's like, you guys really have members? Yeah, like she just, it's, this, she's not trying to like find out how they got members. I thought that's what it was going to be. But instead she's like, I can't believe you two nincompoops have So I kind of thought she was going to go a little punk and join them again. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what I was hoping. But, but instead she was like, oh, you guys are gross. You're <laughs> gross. You're gross and I hate you. But their plan of recording people and then 
listening to see if they remember if it sounds like the Power Rangers or not, is still in effect. It's very flawed. It is very flawed. Because I don't know if you know this, listeners. I know you know this because you probably told me this. Yeah. Uh, but your brain is out to get you. Essentially. Uh, so this is weeks maybe after they heard them. At best days. They're not like, going to be able to effectively compare them to their memory no. at this point. I mean, it might trigger something, but also if – because it was during the mutiny when they heard them, right? Because that's when they were they were just off to the side. Right. If they heard their voices, and they definitely heard one of the uh, Billy say, "Watch out, Tommy." So maybe they would start with Tommy's, <laughs> like the one to their immediate right, who's just standing next to them. Nah, I don't know. Uh, but Kim is mad because they have members, and she still doesn't. So, so I think this is when Ernie's like, Tommy, give her this flower. It's not a flower. These are just leaves and weeds. <laughs> it's yeah. like a handful of weeds with a couple leaves that are kind of heart-shaped. I, yeah, I, don't, I know. don't know what these are, and they're never explained. Nope. They try to pass them off as flowers, though, because Tommy brings them over there yeah, to and her. Like, yeah, and then Jason also comes up to offer support for this flower handing, I think. Totally. I guess. I don't know. He's just there to support his bro. Yeah, man. They're, <laughs> they're just bros. <laughs> and Kim's his friend, too. Right. Yes. And in the alternate universe, they would be dating by now. Or that first date went terribly wrong. I don't know. That's <laughs> a, I think that would be a pretty... Getting superpowers is a pretty good way to end a first date. That's all... I mean, maybe that's Yeah, just but me. does it make up for how awkward the rest of it was? <laughs> they're teenagers. <laughs> they are awkward by their nature. They yeah. they are built to be awkward for several years. That's a flawed system too. Oh, we're yeah. talking about flawed systems. <laughs> yeah, whose idea? I don't is think that? I ever outgrew that. You're gonna be sweaty all the time <laughs> and nervous. Oh, for no reason. <laughs> Sometimes you won't be able to stand up in math class. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is that is true life right there. What is it about math that is just so attractive? Anyway, moving on. So Kim storms off. She's she well, hates flowers. Tommy brings her this quote heavy air quotes flower or flowers. These flowers. My eyes are all wet. Yeah, I'm too. laughing so hard. So he brings her these flowers, and she's like. Ugh, I hate flowers. And then she takes them. And she takes it and goes to flowers. <laughs> just goes and hangs out with some flowers. Uh, we cut to volleyball practice where I guess they're just practicing spikes. Because It's just a spike drill. Trini, it's the yeah. end of the practice. Yeah, Trini just like serves it up. They come and spike it. Yeah, they go through it. Jason comes up to Trini and is like, hey, you know what's going on with Kim? Why is she so mad? And Trini's like, I don't know. <laughs> I did nothing. And they're like, oh, that stinks, though, that you're fighting with your best friend. And Trini is still kind of like, I'm not fighting with anybody. Yeah. <laughs> also, at this point, right before we, uh, Tommy and Jason showed up, I was like, where is everybody? Because it was just Zach, Trini, and Kim for a little bit. I feel like Billy was at the fair. He probably he, signing up for a science club or whatever, or, or leading a science. Well, club. that's what I meant, yeah, like yeah. having sign ups. I think so, but I do not remember seeing him. Yeah, he just either. he doesn't show up until like way later. Uh, I think it's during the volley, like after volleyball practice ends, 
that Bulk and Skull come up, and they're like, oh, we're not even going to record you because you dorks couldn't be Power Rangers. And they're like, oh, maybe we should record everybody just in case. Uh, yeah, for sci- uh, to be scientific, yeah, they need so, to record everyone. So they everyone. record them, and they're like, get out of here, Bulk and Skull. And then Tommy's like, yeah, leave us alone. What are you doing? Says, yeah, cut it out, Cut nerd. it out. <laughs> um, I do like that their plan has not radically changed. There is there is continuity <laughs> in Power Rangers for the first time, with the exception of Zack's fear of spiders. Right. And bugs in general. But then we cut to Kimberly, who's just sitting in a bunch of flowers. Wondered why she's sitting in a bunch of flowers. Begrudgingly planting them. Just, just hate <laughs> planting. She's hate gardening right now. And she's like, oh, why am I even here? And then it cuts up to Zed, and he goes, oh, I know why you're there. So I can make a flower monster. And he makes the, the titular Bloom of Doom. Bloom of Doom. Bloom of Doom. Again, very little jumping, Arun. And oh. we cut to the command center. I think we get to see the Bloom of Doom for like one second. Cut to the command center, and Zordon's like, just as I feared, it's the Bloom of Doom. <laughs> So so he has a list of all the things him and Zed talked about when they were a kid. Why is he like this? And he's just like, oh, he if makes... he was worried. <laughs> Let me bring my voice down. <laughs> if he was worried about the Bloom of Doom, why didn't he take any measures to stop it? He doesn't take any measures. Like, he knew... He knows, he knows all the monsters so far. Yeah. He's never been surprised about the well, monsters. He does, there, he does have a countermeasure. Which we'll talk about. Yes, that is true. But, like, I mean, for for this stuff, I can understand. But it's just, like, it comes off really weird because he's like, oh, crap, Zed did it. I, I knew he was going <laughs> to, and he finally did. It's not like with, like, the Andesite Pearl or the, the Pearls of Stillness or any, like, artifacts that Rita used where it's like, that's a thing that he didn't have, you know? <laughs> it's like, he can't actually stop Zed from zapping flowers. Right. But, like, he could go find... The Andesite Pearl somewhere, or send them to the just fight, blast you know? it. And just destroy it. Or like the Crystal of Nightmares, all it took was a regular kick. I mean, it was a <laughs> kick from Jason, so I mean, it's a pretty good kick, but right. like, it's just a kick, you know? Just go send him to that cave to kick it real quick. Right. <laughs> On a weekend when Rita's not when attacking, Rita's just take- go take out all these artifacts. <laughs> uh, anyway, but he's like, this might cause a firestorm, and... This is when I was like, did I hear that right? I could not have heard that right. You heard that right. But I did. This plant, which if if you know anything about Pokemon, grass is weak to fire. It is. Creates This plant creates firestorms. I don't think there's any grass fire types. Bloomadoom would be one, though. Yes. Given it's one power. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's got two powers. It'd be a triple Right. If there if such a thing existed, I know. No. 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 That, Let's just ask Casey. <laughs> they'd start losing me a little bit if they went that far. Yeah. Back to Power Rangers. He contacts Tommy, Jason, and Trini, and he's like, Bloom of Doom, fire powers, gotta go. Tommy's like, yeah, let's do this. And Trini's like, well, man, you don't have a lot of powers left. And Zordon's like, chill out, Trini. He's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, well, that's for him to decide how much power he has Tommy's left. Tommy's just standing awkwardly next to them while Zordon yells at Trini about him. He's like, I wasn't going to go this far. I was going to maybe argue a little, but I was not going to yell at you. <laughs> uh, so they that they morph. Then 
he calls Zach and Billy, and like I was immediately, I was about to say out loud, "Where is Billy?" And then Billy comes on screen. They have a tendency to do this, right? When I'm like, "When is this thing happening?" or "When is this person going to show up?" That maybe, happens, or maybe Billy up. was busy this time. Trini was busy last yeah, time. I because he's been running the science club for a while, right? So he's not making all new members. He's just like getting new ones. So like he's got a lot more legwork. Because people have known it. It's not like a, a hip new club. Right. So he's got a lot more, you know, stuff he's got to do in order to get new members. They morph and teleport in the hi- in the hallway. Almost out on the highway. That would have been very wrong. So then then we cut to Kim, who gets uh, gets contacted by Zordon. This is my favorite part of the episode. <laughs> this is awesome. Because <laughs> uh, she's like, hello, Zordon. Like, <laughs> I don't know why she's so... She's just jealous of Trini, right? right? But, That's what this potion yeah, did? Yeah, but it, it completely translated into passive-aggressive brat, <laughs> and I love it. Because she's like, also, he calls her Pink Ranger. This is Zordan, then. Yeah. Because only the bad guys call them by the Ranger. Only the bad guys call them Color Ranger. So this is Zordan, I guess. Anyway... He's like, oh, here's this thing, and they teleport a thing to her, and it's a. It looks like a rose. It looks like a fake rose. We will it's a fi- ribbon. We will find out it is a, a gymnastics ribbon in like a minute, right? Um, but she's like, yeah, better me than Trini, that dummy. Ugh, <laughs> gross. She sucks. At least she doesn't have it. She's gonna mess it up. Yeah. Which put that in your pockets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so then. Then this is my favorite thing in the entire episode, super passive-aggressive mor- morphing, where she goes, it's morphin' time. It's, it is <laughs> Well, amazing. she's even start. She's like, it's morphin' time. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and she just stared at the camera. It's so I good. I wish that they would change the morphing sequence. When things like this happen? Yeah. Yeah. She could just come and be like, pterodactyl. Pterodactyl, whatever. <laughs> Oh, it would be nice. And they have some extra money. It's just a green screen, and you have the background <laughs> already. Like, it would take two minutes. Maybe in 1994, it would take, like, 20 minutes. Because like, they have to wear, like, a green shirt, right? Because it's only their head and hands. Yeah. So they would have to wear, like, a like some sort of cape <laughs> type a weird thing. thing that Zordon had. Yeah, that was strange. <laughs> it worked. It did work. So then... Uh, we cut to a putty fight, which it's another American putty fight. I feel like they're all all the morphed putty fights are obviously going to be American, right? Because there's no Amer- there's no putties in Dire Ranger, and there's also no more uh, these Zoo are, Rangers. These are ZU two monsters still. Yeah, they had a lot more than I thought they did, which is very strange. So I, I guess that they reshot the putty fights because it would be regular putties. In the ZU2 footage. Unless they just kept ordering half of the footage? I don't know. I don't know. We definitely need to do some research We need this. to just read into Power Rangers Season 2 and find out why it's so weird. Find out why it's so... Good news, though. There's no giant fight No giant episode. fight. Yeah, that was nice. So, this is a really good fight. So far, yeah. American uh, choreographed putty fight scenes are real cool. Yeah, um, there's They're only... a little... They're a little too obviously sped up in parts. Yeah. There's also, like, they have a tendency to not show a couple... Like, they didn't show Trini or Billy at all during the fight. I don't even think they showed Zack. No, they did show Zack. It started with Zack, and then it went to yeah, yeah. Jason, and then Tommy, and then Kimberly. 
Then back to Jason. Then back to Jason, who was doing like, like 400 like back hundred back flips, yeah. But like we didn't see Trini or Billy the whole time because I, I and I feel like that's fine if they if there's six people and you're like, oh well, we can show four right. good ones or one huge cluster hug <laughs> battle. It's <laughs> I will take the four little short good ones. Yeah. That, then the, everybody gets one punch in. I'm not super into that. Yeah, because they did. I don't remember everything they did. I remember at one point Jason does like a backflip into the splits and then punches one in the chest. Yeah, um, Zach definitely took some down like very decisively. There was like a like his first thing is it like he punched one and then immediately swung back to punch another one. Um, Kim had one by the hand and kicked it into Z like 45 <laughs> times. I feel like there were some tree acrobatics at some point, but I don't know if I'm just. I don't remember. Making that up. I don't know. It was a good scene, though. It was, it was fun to watch. Yeah, it was good. They're, these are pretty quality fights because they're like, we can go a little farther with them because they're morphed. So right. we can do, you know, they can be more competent than like them just trying to survive a minute fighting the putties while they're unmorphed. But then it like transitions over to the ZO2 footage with, uh, with Blue Madoom. Like they are fighting them. And so it shoots out pollen, and the pollen hits them, and they're like, oh, it burns! <laughs> and then Billy says something that I was like, on the surface, that sounds fine. But, like, if you think about it for, like, a second, it doesn't. <laughs> He's like, I feel like I'm going to spontaneously combust. On the surface, that's fine, right? Sure. You think about it. Spontaneously combusts happen. You don't know it's going to happen. Uh, right. You don't feel like so you're going to combust. So he just feels like he's going to combust. Yeah. Not spun if you spontaneously be like if all of a sudden he blew up, I caught flame. Yes, <laughs> for no reason. Yeah, uh, but I mean, you know, it's a little thing. It's just a little thing I noticed. So then there's a uh, Kim's like dummies. I got this, and she whips right. out because Kim and Trini avoided the pollen. Yes, because they're on the left side, and the pollen is on the right side. I don't know what Something. happened. I don't know. They they broke away. They rolled one way. The rest of them rolled the other into the pollen. So they're all burning and itchy yeah they're they're fine in in general but um so kim takes out her ribbon and wraps it up immediately and then uh trini's like oh sweet let me do this kim is blowing this monster up yeah because this ribbon's on it and like this weird energy comes through it and zaps the monster and he's sparking and blowing up and trini's like yeah i'll finish him off and then just cuts the ribbon cuts the ribbon (laughs) why did I think she she missed maybe maybe but like or like she hit the monster but also went down and hit the ribbon maybe this is because it doesn't it looked like it cut the ribbon not right. the monster but she definitely hit the monster so I think it was just a weird footage gap yeah it was a little weird and it's like come on Trini just like let her have it if she's winning right just like take a second so then Kim oh like, so take that thing out of your pocket Trini ruins everything Trini with the ribbon. ruins everything. Kim was completely right. Snarky brat Kim was completely right about about Trini screwing up with this ribbon. <laughs> they rarely do things like that. But then Kim calls it a him, even though it's very clearly a girl. Trini says her. Yeah. And then Kim was like, no, it's a him, <laughs> dummy. I don't know if that's intentional or not. I don't think so. Uh, but I, I like it. I like it, but I do not think it was intentional. Then Kim gets, like, sent to another dimension because she's the only one fighting 
it and it like kaleidoscope eyes her and sends her to a cactus dimension. It's just like some fog and some orange cactuses. <laughs> cacti. I'm never going to say cacti on the first try. I just, that's the thing I'm going to give up on. That's fine. So she gets, Kim gets dusted by the thing. She starts blowing up. And hers have actual sparks. Like she is actually well, like. She's in the dimension. Right. So it's more powerful yeah. there because that's where this thing lives. This is the weird power you're talking about, right? Is that she can bring you to another dimension? Yeah. Um, I think the fire thing is also kind of weird. Well, it's just, it's like pollen. Just super allergenic, I guess. I guess. Because he says it'll start a firestorm. So that means it will turn into fire. But maybe that'll just like, it'll catch other things on fire. Maybe. And that'll whip into something. I don't know. There's a, like, you can create firestorms by, like, strategic bombing. Because, like, it will catch on fire, and then the air around it will keep getting sucked into it cause to fuel the fire. And so right. it'll basically turn into a fire tornado. <laughs> uh, it's, it is frightening to think about. Because you yeah. can't really stop it. Anyway, we cut back to the command center where the everyone teleports in and they're like rubbing their faces they're like ah oh, so much it's so terrible well at one at one point when they're in the pollen cloud i think jason says it's in my suit so like it got in there it got through whatever breathing apparatus the little holes under their nose oh right yes <laughs> <laughs> oh well that would be easy then yeah you got through the filter that's right there. should attack them with gas and powder more often right I mean, yeah, last time I attacked with gas was that uh, brainwashing gas. That worked immediately. <laughs> They're like, kill Kimberly! Ugh. Kimberly is really good at avoiding gases and dusts and pollens. Yeah. That's Not a- potions, though. No. No, she's really good at, at finding potions. <laughs> I think pretty much exclusively it's been her. Because it was her Uncle Steve. Yep. It was her adjacent. She was in the, the, the plane with him. Then there was the punk potion. I think those were in the wrong order. And then there's this... I don't know if there's any more, but, like, yeah. Um, there's the high C ecto-cooler. That, I don't think. That's Trini, Trini's uncle's, whose name I don't remember. Howard. Howard. I almost said Henry. Close. Uncle Henry. Henry Kwan. Uncle Henry. <laughs> Uncle Henry. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, Alpha's work. They're like, Alpha's working on a solution. Just go back to fighting or whatever. And then we cut to Zed, who's like, hey, they're going to die. And then cuts back to the command center. I don't know why it cuts to Zed for a second. They, they do this all the time. Like, remember? It's Zed's just the bad him, guy. like, gloating, yeah. I guess. He's like, oh, you'll never win. And then cut back to the command center where they figure out how to win. Yeah, and then The Trini... way to win. Is that where we are? Are we talking we're, about we're this? We're just about there. I have one. No, no, no. Yeah, this is, this is it. And then it's when I Billy figures about... it out, where yeah. he just, like, pushes Alpha to the side. Yeah, he's like, get out of here, robot. <laughs> robot nerd. Let me do a science. <laughs> Takes his readings. Mashes some buttons on the control <laughs> panel. And it's like, just as I thought. Trini, you have to throw your daggers at a 90-degree angle to save Kimberly. Billy just started playing D&D. Okay, that's... He was in D&D Club. <laughs> it wasn't Science Oh, club. maybe that's what it was. Okay, and he got interrupted. So he's like, I'm going to throw a dagger. And if it's, I don't have any daggers. Someone's throwing a dagger. It's going to be you, Trini. That's his entire instruction. His, his instruction is, is... Trini, throw your daggers 90 degrees. Which... I don't understand exactly what that means. From where? From where to in what? In which direction? <laughs> Maybe it's like hit it straight on so it hit makes what? the monster. But they're in another, they're in a dimensional warp. 
But they got to hit the warp at a 90. Can you see the warp? Is there like a warp hole? I don't know. That you throw the daggers 90 degrees I don't know because she does the the calmest back to action ever. She's like, I'm morphing back to action. She said, (laughs) uh, this episode was really heavy on Trini, um, on Tui Trang, maybe not having English as a first language, but still as a fluent one. Right. Uh, Because she says, I'm going back into action. She says I'm morphing back into action. Yes. Yeah. But you can tell there's like an like a Chinese or some kind of just slight oh, she's little Vietnamese, I think. Yes. Yeah. So there's definitely a slight little like Asian kind of accent to it. Just in the and order of it, the words. You yeah. can you can pick it out a couple times in this episode. Right, yeah. I, I Usually mean, every time she says two. <laughs> right. Cause prepositions are weird for us. Right. And, or for everybody else, our prepositions are weird, I guess. We have a lot of... English is a weird language. It is. Anyway, so... This is... Okay, I don't... The plan is to throw the dagger 90 degrees at the vortex or whatever. I get, <laughs> The I plan, guess. as far as we are told, is just to throw the daggers at 90 so degrees. So she morphs back into she action. She could have done that in the command center. <laughs> as far as we know, she morphs back into action. And immediately it's... Drawn out of the dimension? I do not know what happened. You might have been taking a note. I think I was. She goes back into action, and then it cuts to the dimension, and the daggers are just flying in. <laughs> and, they, <laughs> and they hit the monster, and then the monster falls out of the dimension. Or the dimension ceases Collapses to be. I don't know how that works. I don't know. It's just like suddenly, dino daggers. Daggers. That's very weird. <laughs> They're power daggers. They were Dino Daggers one time. I do like Dino Daggers, though. Makes sense. <laughs> anyway, so her and Kimberly. Kimberly is somehow over being jealous. Here's what I think happened. Like, she got sucked into the dimension, right? Okay. It's a potion. Right. So it's going to work through your system. Eventually, yeah. So she's in the dimension. She's on Potion's kind of working out. This monster is taunting her about how she ruined all her friendships. Uh-huh. So I think she just, it either worked itself out, or she just, like, beat it. Yeah, or it's still in her, and she recognizes it now. So she's, like, intrinsically jealous at Trini now, <laughs> but is like, no, that's a, that's not my feeling. Right. Because I would like her to get some attitude going forward, but <laughs> I do not Only think if she's under a spell. <laughs> that's why Turbo is, the Turbo movie is real good. She's straight up evil in that, and I am very into it. Anyway, so... Remember that episode where she was Rita? Yes. <laughs> that's going to be... A, that's, a, that's a good one. Because uh, her Rita is pretty spot on. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're, they make up. They're friends forever. I'm back on board. I love it. I like... I love when friendship Maybe, prevails. yeah, the power of friendship power just overcame friendship. the jealousy potion. So... They do, like, a double-team move where Kim jumps off of Trini's shoulders and fires an arrow. I don't know if Trini threw daggers first or whatever, but... I don't think so. But I this thing gets arrowed, and then Kim lands. The other rangers show up behind her, and she's like, let's bring them together. <laughs> I love when other people get to call things. When someone else just takes yeah, charge. I like when people get to call the morph. I like when other people get to call, like, 
the Zords or the Power yeah. Blaster. I like. It's not like, oh, I hate Jason. He's always hogging. But it makes them feel like an equal team. Like a team. Yeah. Like, Jason's the leader, but he doesn't have to be, like, the main Power Ranger. Right. You know? Like, anyone can do it, especially if it's their episode. Like, it makes, it makes a lot of sense. He's just the guy who, to me, like, controls the Megazord when they're together. Like, he's the number... He's right. on point for the Megazord. That's his role. And inspiring them. I, I would have to write down what I think all of their roles are. Actually, no, I won't because I'm doing a thing about that in a comic book. <laughs> so, never mind. Guys, look for that maybe eventually. I don't know. Um, <laughs> on my to-do list today is, is figure something out with that. <laughs> anyway, so they blow up. Cannot think of its name. Want to call it the Howard Power. Bloom and Doom. Bloom and Doom. Don't know why Howard Power jumped The Flower up. Power. Flower Power. There we go. Uh, so it blows up Bloom and Doom, jump up to Zed. He's mad. He's all shaking. But he also shakes when he's happy, so it's hard to tell with Zed. <laughs> it's, it's the one emotion. It shakes. It's shake. Hold your arms out and shake. <laughs> Which is a very similar... Which is a very similar one emotion to Alpha. Who just... Who just hip wiggles. His concern <laughs> is just like wiggle his butt a little bit. <laughs> Why is why is Alpha like this? <laughs> why is it in his programming that like when he's overwhelmed, his hip actuators just move in a weird way? <laughs> anyway, so we jump back down to the activities fair, and apparently, Mister Kaplan, the dummy, wrote the wrong thing in the school paper of where the signups were. So, so only Kimberly was affected. Only Kimberly. Well, uh, maybe there were some other ones that just are not our, the characters that we're following. You right, know? right. But uh, there's people there. They... <laughs> but, but the kids who made it to this activities fair were like, that must be wrong. It's obviously at the juice bar. Right, right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, the gym? No, we never go to the gym. <laughs> what? And then people who are just like, oh, whatever, I'll go sign up. For, I want to do that gardening club so i guess i'll i'll sign up where is it again it's at the gym all right and then they're there for like an hour and a half and they're like maybe we should go check the juice bar (laughs) i'm gonna go do that so yay it's awful convenient it is very convenient but i'll take it right so kim apologizes for being a brat they're like don't worry it was a potion you're you're fine and she's like yeah but i don't like it i don't like that i was that way (laughs) They're like, that's that's fine. We're friends again. And then, you know, before – that's where the episode was about to end. Like, you can kind of feel that it was coming. Right. So instead, Bulk and Skull come in covered in plants and mud. <laughs> Why were they like that? I have no what? idea. <laughs> because they established early on in this episode that they are not trying to secretively record people. No. They're just recording. So people. why were they bellied down in a pile of mud and brush? <laughs> Who are they recording? I don't know. Like fishermen? I bet these oh boy, I bet these guys fishing are Power Rangers. <laughs> Better check them out. Anyone's a sub uh, is a suspect. So they're like, it's okay, we got it. We're going to play back and figure out who did who are There's the Power Rangers. Theoretically, thousands of people on this tape. And they're just going to listen to... On a tape. And so there's like 12 people that they, they recorded. They have like 82 minutes that they can listen to. Two of the people they recorded are actually Power Rangers. Are actual Rangers. Power Rangers. Doesn't matter, though, because the tape is all muddy. And, and, and eaten. And eaten. 
because of the mud, I would imagine. Right. Quick question. Why do they not recognize when the Power Rangers talk to them? Why does it have to be on a recording? Why does it have to be on tape? Well, that's the thing is that they're just not going to be able to recognize it. No. I don't actually think they ever find out. Not until in space. It's totally different Rangers by then. Do, do they even find out who the Rangers... It's a big reveal. They're there. Remember, they started in the Power Rangers I mean, those, Ranger those Rangers, but Yeah, they no, they never find, find out? out these Power Rangers. I mean, maybe in Turbo? No. I don't even think it's Turbo. No, because they're monkeys for most of Turbo. They are. Maybe they found... Maybe yeah, they look song. forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell something weird happened when they're like, oh, we gotta have Falcon Skull back. But they're doing something. Right. <laughs> Better make them monkeys. Or maybe they're like, oh, monkeys will be hilarious. And they're probably like, we can pay them less if it's just their voices. I bet that's it. Uh, <laughs> we got to save some money because we're going into the pooper. <laughs> Last season might be our next. But yeah, the only time Bulk and Skull find out who any Power Rangers are is when Olive Angel Grove. Yeah. Oh, spoilers. Uh, finds out who <laughs> Space Rangers right. are. Yeah, don't worry. By the time we get there, you'll either have forgotten or just be so hype about it. I'm, I cannot wait. It's kind of the best scene in Power Rangers. It, it, last time I watched it, I was crying like a <laughs> baby. Because there are two things that get me beyond anything else. Believing in yourself and friendship. And this was the perfect storm of the two. <laughs> oh, I'm getting a little emotional thinking about it right now. Just that Spartacus moment was so good. Anyway, so... My last note is Indiana Bulk and Army Scout Skull, because they're not done. They're going to find out who the Power Rangers are. Yeah. Somehow, not by listening to the actual Power Rangers and guessing, but somehow. I didn't even put that together, that they're hearing them all the time. All the time. Maybe that's the joke? I bet it is. I (laughs) I bet the joke is... Bulk and Skull can't see the forest for the trees. Or or they would actually be, like, really listening to the tape, and they're not actually listening to the dorks. To the dorks, the, to the dweebs that are, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and they they might find out at some point. I Here's don't, I don't thing. know, but, like, I will just have to keep an Here's eye out for Here's another it. thing, not the thing, another thing about this little experiment, is that this tape is just a recording of a bunch of voices in no order. No slating. No slating. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so and even if they were like, that was them, who was that? <laughs> <laughs> then they got to go record everyone to find out who that person was. Oh, it's a mess. Anyway, that's the episode. They laugh at Bulk and Skull's tape being ruined and them not being able to see that the Power Rangers are the two, are the, are the six people always wearing the same colors who hang out together, who disappear when the Power Rangers are around. But it's a kid's show. Yep. So, final thoughts on Bloom and Doom. Um, the lack of a Zord fight really helped this episode. <laughs> yes, it did. Until the Zord fights match up again. Because I know there's a point where... It might not be till like, Ninja Rangers. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a point in Season 2 where they run out of ZU2 footage, so they start shipping over the suits. That might, yeah. So all of the... Fights of them outside of it are just them in the, the suit versus them in doing American footage, and then they'll cut to the the Zord fight, which is the actual Zord fighting the actual monster. Right. I hope. I'm not sure. I don't know. 
So we're just going to have to keep watching every episode. Yep, and and find out. And find out. Every episode until we die. I realized the other day, like, eventually we're going to get to Power Rangers that we have zero familiarity with. And that's going to be weird. Yeah. Like, I am familiar with a lot more than you are because my little brother watched Power Rangers right. after I did for, like... I mean, I have through season 12 on DVD. Yeah. That I could just watch. You could. Are you? I'm real close to starting Lost Galaxy. How long have you been real close to starting Lost Galaxy, though? As long as I have, which yeah. is since we finished. I, I've, but I've, I've read some, like, cool things about it. I've read positive things, like people talking about it in a positive light, which is reassuring because I didn't really think it There's was. There's a lot of things that I do not understand about Lost Galaxy, but I remember very much enjoying a lot of it, especially one particular thing that happens towards the end of the season that I was just like, one of my favorite things. Right. I'll watch it. And then, like, I watched... Eventually. Um, like, I didn't... Up until Lost Galaxy, it was just, like, I was watching Power Rangers. And then I was watching Power Rangers with my little brother. So it was, like, a, it was different. Yeah. So, like, I watched a lot of Time Force. I watched a lot of Lightspeed Rescue. Yeah, see, as of the time of this recording, I've, I'm only familiar with up to In Space and the first ten episodes of Megaforce. That's a... Bad combination. Yeah. That's it. All that stuff in the middle, I have never seen before. Like, yeah, because I don't know anything about Operation Overdrive. I don't know any... Like, I, I watched SPD with Scoot, because I, I think that was his favorite one, um, which it was executive produced by Gregor Renowitz, who was literally told, do whatever. And yeah. he did whatever. And it's bananas Every awesome. season, when they're like, this is the end, do whatever, right? are the best seasons. Those are the best seasons. In Space, RPM, uh... SPD, and then like now it's just so homogenized. It is and, gross and so. It's turned into the WWE. It's so WWE. it's a shame to be a Power Rangers show. Oh. <laughs> I didn't put that together until right now, and I'm sad about it. Oh, Heim Saban is just Vince McMahon. Alternate universe Vince McMahon. Oh God. Anyway, I think we're done here. I think we're good. This we're is good starting to, to get sad, so this is a good so time to So let's wrap stop. it up. So thank you very much for listening. Morphogrid.tumblr.com is our website. You can email us at littleidiots.morphogrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Morphogrid. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash themorphogrid. And we're on iTunes. Again, if you're there, feel like leaving us a rating and review. That'd be cool. It helps us out. Raises our rating, obviously. Or maintains it. It can't oh. be raised. It can't be raised above five because we're basically <laughs> a perfect podcast right now. So, I mean... Go be a part of that. <laughs> go, go. Come on, dudes. Come on. You're cool, guys. Anyway, is this what I sounded like early on? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's tone it down. Let's tone it down. <laughs> so, thank you for listening. We will see you. Is this a Monday episode? This is a Monday episode. We will see you Friday, but until then, may, may the, the power protect you. you. go watch the episode now because i keep not doing i keep hesitating on because <laughs> <laughs> it feels weird